Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Solving Problems with Jonathan and Kyler. We're the podcast where we talk about the real communication problems your church is facing and give you practical steps to solve them. Uh, today, I am joined by my friend Joe Garrison. He is a church communications professional. Uh, he works, and the cool thing about Joe, the, the reason I wanted to talk, bring him in on this one is because he works with a lot of smaller churches, and that's kind of what he uh, loves to do. And today's episode is the giving episode. How do we talk about giving? And for the larger churches, my guess is they've got more in reserves and they're not as worried about this as uh, your smaller churches. And when I say smaller churches, we're talking probably, Joe, what, 400 and below is kind of your sweet spot? Yeah, the biggest church I have is 450. Most of them are in the 100 to 200 range. Awesome. So, I mean, this will be applicable to anybody, but I know the, the smaller churches, the church plants, um, those are the ones that are feeling this more quickly uh, than others are. So uh, we're going to talk about giving because we know that without church services, giving goes down dramatically. Even though this is 2020 and we have all sorts of online options, uh, I actually had a church reach out to me earlier this week because they didn't know what their online options were and they've never done online giving. So people are scrambling. So we want to talk about, we're not going to give you more a lot of the uh, technical side of things of like who you should use and all that. But we are going to talk more about how do you talk about giving because giving is a hard thing to talk about, especially in a time where people are worried about their money. So the big idea today, we're going to talk three big points. Uh, the first point we're talking about is don't over-spiritualize things. And what I mean by this is don't go into it with your high and mighty voice with that's real breathy. We know that. Giving is an act of worship. And during these trying times, this is one way we can worship God. And in reality, Joe, I think that is a form of spiritual manipulation if we do it that way. People are overwhelmed already. I mean, they, they don't need one more thing, I think, to uh, feel bad about. So when we come in with that like overly spiritual, essentially guilt trip <laughs> uh, to some extent, um, we're just making them feel worse than they already are. I mean, they're juggling homeschool and working from home and all kinds of things are falling through the cracks right now. They don't need to feel like their uh, church side, their spiritual side is falling through the cracks as well. So I think not doing that is going to be more beneficial to people than really coming in from that spiritual side of things right now. Yeah, we talked the other day in one of the episodes about other, and I'll, if you missed that one, I'll, I'll try to get this one over here. I'll say it again. A friend of mine who's a pastor sent me a text message he got from a mom and it said, I just became a homeschool mom overnight. Please don't get online and keep giving me more to do spiritually with my kids. I'm already feeling overwhelmed. That's just one more thing I won't be able to do. And I think if we try to over-spiritualize this, it's just going to add to the guilt and the anxiety and the pressure that so many people are already facing. And it'll be more of a turnoff than it will be an encouragement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the other day, my we just talked to my uh, brother-in-law last night, and they spent eight 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. just doing homeschool. Uh, that's not typically normal. They're exhausted and worn out by the end of the day. They don't need this other uh, other pressures, we'll say. So first thing, don't over-spiritualize it. Second thing, I think, and this is one of the ones that we don't do a great job about, but I think could really make a difference in the next little bit. And that is just be honest. Like, if you are in a church that is struggling, that needs the money quickly because you're afraid you're not going to be able to keep the power on or pay your staff, tell people. I mean, you don't have to go in all those details, but 
if you're worried about cash flow, just tell people, hey, we know giving talking about giving is awkward, but when churches out, our giving goes down and our church operates on your tithes, your offerings and your generosity. That's how we pay our staff. That's how we give things away to the community and take care of the people in our community. That's how we do everything. And without those gifts, we aren't able to do that. So we're going to ask that you remember to give if you've never moved online to move your giving online and actually just tell people the truth. It's a novel concept, but I don't think we do it enough. Yeah, for sure. I mean, these are kind of just standard practices. Some of these in the first place we should have been doing for a while, but, um, I think just being completely like completely honest with people and also being creative in how you reach out to them. So, um, you, a lot of this is we're talking about go online, go online, go online. Well, a lot of our churches, a lot of churches that I work with, a lot of churches, even a little bit smaller than that, don't have those capabilities. So they're going to have to reach out to people in, in different ways. You can't just post on Facebook, like, Hey, things are hard. We're struggling. We need your help to do this. We're going to have to get into like, Hey, make some phone calls. Hey, you might need to send a snail mail letter. Um, some people aren't going to give online anyway. So remind them, Hey, it's okay to mail a check. We can still handle checks in the mail, <laughs> uh, which most churches are still able to do that. So just be honest with people about, uh, what you're doing, why it matters and how they can give. And don't just make it all about online, especially for smaller churches. Cause you're going to leave out actually probably some of your more well-off donors. Yeah. Your bigger donors, they may not trust the internet still, um, which sounds weird to say, but, they, if, if they've been writing a check since 1962, they probably want to keep writing a check. So what does it look like to help them? And I think a big part of being honest is being flexible and being willing to serve. And as part of that, I think like to record a video showing people how they can give, there's a free software called Loom, L-O-O-M, that allows you to, to record your screen and you can record that showing people exactly how to give if, if online giving is new or if it's not something that your church does often. Uh, like Joe said, you can call somebody, send a letter out and let people know, hey, this is why. Uh, write a first person letter from your pastor and just be honest and transparent in there. And people have been very generous and very empathetic with each other through watching their friends who are waitresses potentially lose their job, watching people who uh, work live events lose theirs. And people have been very willing to give to things that are needed. Even though times are trying economically, we don't really know what's going on. We're seeing the best in people. And I think if you trust the people of your church with the honest truth of what's going on, they're going to repay that literally and metaphorically. Yeah. I think the thing to remember is that people want to see you succeed. People want to see you win because when your local church is winning, that means the people in your community are winning. So um, along the lines of being honest about, hey, we need the money because like, we need to keep this moving. Um, another thing to keep in mind is like, a lot of small churches even are starting to figure out how to do things in their community in this new era that we're living in, working with local schools, working with local food banks, working with local hospitals, trying to find out what we can do best. Just show people that. So, you know, any way you can, whether it's Facebook or in your letter you have to send out or in a phone call, show people like, hey, we are still actually doing ministry in real and tangible ways that are impacting people's lives. I think you do that. People are going to go, wow, that's really cool. And they're going to A, want to share that and B, they're going to want to give to that. Um, so I think balancing both types of honesty are important. 
And it's not bragging. No. If you show the things that your church is doing to help the community, that's not bragging. That's just showing off what you like. That's just showing off the impact that your church is able to have. And people want to give to things that are having an impact. That's why I learned this in seminary that it is easier to give to a financially stable thing than it is to someone who needs the money. That's because the psychological side of that is because if someone actually needs the money, you wonder in the back of your mind, are they going to steward it well? So if you can show people that you're stewarding the money well already, then they're more apt to give to that. It's a weird little dichotomy, but it's just the way things work. So first thing is don't over-spiritualize it. Second thing is to be honest, to be open, just let people in. And the third thing is to be empathetic. And we talk about empathy on this podcast a ton because I think it's the biggest thing missing from churches. And what I mean by this is we have to acknowledge that small business owners, that hourly employees, that a lot of people are worried that if we're in this for the next month, two months, three months through the summer, that they don't know what they're going to do to pay the bills. They don't know what they're going to do to feed their family. So we ha- we can't just come straight out and say, hey, give us our money or give us your money because that's going to turn people off. But if you were to say things like, we know this is a an unknown time. We know there's a lot of uncertainty. And this is where I think your spiritual leading can come in and your discipling can come in. That even if you're not in a spot where you can give what you normally give, that you feel like you need to be saving more, we challenge you to trust God in this moment and give something, whatever that something is. And I know that might not be our normal teaching, and there might be some some hardcore theologians who are uh, not going to like this piece of this. But I think in this in this period, people giving something and continuing to trust God, even though it's hard, is better than them give nothing. Yeah, we have to be honest with ourselves. I mean, if you just look at the general news reports, I mean, they're looking at, you know, potentially 20% unemployment at some point. So we have to be honest with ourselves and what people are really feeling and going through and just understanding that there may not be the money there for some people to give. So giving less or just whatever they're able to is, uh, is a huge sacrifice for them. So honor that and acknowledge it and, uh, appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, empathy is the sharpest tool in the shed right now. Um, just understand how people feel and what's going on. And, you know, we're all being pummeled with bummers of stories all day long right now. And just, uh, you've been kind of a positive light to people. Um, again, show the things you're doing that are positive, um, and just, add a little happy to people's lives, um, I think can go a long way in that as well. To pull back the veil for me personally, I mean, many of you know that I run a marketing company and uh, most of my stuff is websites and uh, some consulting and those things. Things have just stopped. I, I think I'm good this month. I'll probably be good in April, but past April, I don't know what's gonna be there. Like, I don't know if people are gonna spend money on their websites at this point. I don't know if... People are going to start holding their money closer or if they're going to invest in digital to reach more people. I, I don't know. And so if my church came to me and acknowledged that and said, hey, we know there's a lot going on. We know that you don't even know. So in this time, we, we're thankful for what you can give. We appreciate you continuing to give. So whatever is available, whatever you're comfortable with, we appreciate that as we move forward into this time. And so I, th- I think it's that type of communication as instead of 
a lot of times when things are good, we just challenge people to give sacrificially and we mean that to give more than they have been. And I think our thinking has to shift a little bit that giving sacrificially may just be giving at all. Yeah. I mean, I look back, I mean, it just, when I started my business a few years ago, um, you know, we, we got behind, we, we went into some debt and, you know, as a lot of people do when they go out on their own and start the business. And there were months where I just didn't have any money to give my church. Um, and it was, it was a massive guilt trip for me having been on a church staff before and been the one being like, everybody should give, everybody should give. And being that one that went, wow, I just went a few months without cutting a check to the church. Like the guilt that I felt personally was, was huge. So what we don't want to do is, is, you know, poke a hot iron into that guilt. We have to come at people with empathy and just understand like, Hey, it's hard. We get it. We know it. You know, we know you're struggling right now. It's fine. Again, we don't know how long this is going to last. It could be through the summer. It could be through April. We, uh, we don't know. There's new reports every day. I read something last night that there's a pill that was used for malaria that was uh, approved 70 years ago that they're seeing great results in uh, coronavirus patients. So if that's something that gets passed, then I mean, this thing could be over in a couple of weeks or we could find out that doesn't work and we're still trying to figure things out. So uh, I know times are very trying for you in the church world. Um, there's so many things that you're worried about. I don't know for some of you giving isn't there, but some of you, the reason that you're still having church on the weekend is because you need the money. I hate yeah. thinking that way, but that's just the true. honest truth of it. But if we want to shepherd people well, if we want to disciple them through this, the ways to do it again are don't over spiritualize it. Don't throw on emotional and spiritual guilt or what could potentially be spiritual manipulation. Don't do that. Run away from that as fast as you can. Be honest with people. Tell them the truth. Tell them why you need the money. Tell them what you're doing with the money and help them in the way that they can give it to you, whether that is through a letter, maybe it's online, maybe remind them that they can send checks and whatever it looks like, just be honest with them and be willing to help. And then lastly, be empathetic. Change, you're going to have to change your tactics. You're going to have to change what you've probably been doing for the past 10 or 15 years. And you're just going to have to understand where people are coming from a little bit more. And that's hard. That might be the hardest piece of this whole thing. But uh, at the end of the day, I think if we do those three things, treat people the way that God has empowered us to treat and told us to treat them, then I think he's going to show up in ways that are bigger than we expect. And it's just going to be, it, it's going to be hard, but I think we can all get through this together. So that's it for today's episode. Uh, thank you for joining. If this is your first episode with us, subscribe, rate, review, share this with a friend if this was helpful. Uh, we've done, this is our sixth coronavirus episode we've done daily this past week. Uh, we're going to continue to add more as things come out and uh, hopefully we'll have a couple for you next week. Probably won't be daily, but as things come about, we will continue to make new episodes. But that's it for this week. We hope you have a great weekend. Do whatever you need to do to get some rest. Enjoy the newness. Have some fun with it. And we will see you in the next episode. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye.